Join me, John Ashford, alias Akintola, each week where I show up unapologetically me as a possibility seeker and explorer of the universe, conversationalist, and a storyteller. Having worked with families, communities, and systems for over 30 years, I desire to explore with you topics beyond current realities and create something greater than the world as we know it today. Together, we can inspire, teach, and share with each other our real and raw ideas to change the world to the place we know it can be. Join me for some fun as we get real, funky, raw, vulnerable, outrageous, and inspired. Peace. Good morning, good afternoon, good day, wherever you guys are. Good evening. Welcome to another episode of Being John Ashford Podcast. I have somebody that I adore over the moon. My dear sister Cassie Summers is here with me. And I asked her to, as soon as I came up with the podcast, I asked her a long time, hey, I'm gonna do this podcast. Would you mind being on? She said, sure. And how do I say this? So I met Cassie, I can't remember how many years ago. And uh, it was in Seattle. It was my first Dane class. And she was there. And I don't know if you have your, one of your, your boys were with you or not. I can't remember. I don't think so, not that okay. one. Okay. Uh, but the energy that she walked through the room with was like, wow, I want to get to meet this person. Her energy was really bubbly. And and I didn't know before that, like one of my favorite words were magic. And the magic that she bees is just like crazy. And it's an invitation to all possibilities. So when she said she was going to come here, I was like, you can talk about anything you want to talk about, talk about your business. And I have three questions I ask everybody at the very end, but welcome, Cassie. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being on planet earth right now. And what do you want to talk about? Thank you for having me. (laughs) I feel, well, I, magic. I think we, we both love magic and I love chatting like with you about magic because you know it, it's not one of those, you know, some people, they, they kind of pretend that they think it's real but really they have so much doubt and they have so much needing of proving and and so those conversations are not always like the most uh explorative and fun but with you John it's always been like we've talked about I remember being in New Orleans with you and we're talking about like the magic of voodoo the magic of the city the magic of we've talked about the magic of bodies we've talked about magic is a conversation I think that we are always having together in some way it turns to magic (laughs) always and I and I and I love that because I'm just trying to find my clock so I make sure I don't go over but what I really love about that is you're willing to go there and you can't have that type of conversation with everybody and that's what really bogs me down sometimes it's like a lot of people miss that because I think what you said is really evident they might believe it but they're not a hundred percent and I and I don't have to always go back and forth with that with myself when I so recently I've been telling people like my broken ankle story that's going on. I had to go look at some stuff. I had to go look at some dark stuff around death. I had to go look at some stuff about what do I really know and believe or more? What do I know? And in the process of that, I always spoke about magic and the universe said, you really want to know about this? And I'm like, yeah, I want to know about this. Are you sure you really want to know about this? Yes. I want to know about this. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Here. And what happened in the, previously for me with that is that I thought magic was going to be this fluffy thing, but it's not always the fluffy thing. It no. sometimes slaps the shit out of you. And, yeah. and recently that happened, but then it allowed me to start to go tight, take a deeper dive into that magic. Mm-hmm. And I always like the classes I've taken you from the past, you know, I really appreciate that energy of being willing to take that deeper to explore what really is that magic that we talk about. 
Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I love, yeah. I'm like, I want to go deep. And I think some people misidentify, misapply darkness as deep. Mm-hmm. And, and that doesn't mean that there isn't darkness, but some people are afraid to go deep because they feel like they're going into the darkness rather than there's, it's like the layers of cake <laughs> magic that you go through. It's like, there is darkness and there's yeah. lightness and there's possibility and there's fear and there's doubt. And there's all these things, but every time I've gone deeper, I've, I've come to a lighter, greater space. I haven't landed somewhere, um, swallowed by the darkness. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this exact same thing. If I, if I could share one of the things, Cassie, is that after I came out this second surgery, uh, I had a, a freak out moment before the surgery because they had to put this fiber optic in my leg and it was a block nerve blocker. And I was like, hospitals give me the heebie-jeebies for a multitude of reasons. But I had like a panic attack just before and the, and the doctor told me, hey, look, dude, we need you to relax. This is going to be harsh if you don't relax. And I remember just before they turned up the drugs, they put this IVM and they were about to turn up the drugs. And I looked at the doctor and I said to myself, you know, I'm going to totally let go. And I want to explore the magic goddess. And it almost like I slipped into something and it was like as dark as my shirt black, but it was a comfort Mm -hmm. of just being held in space. Meanwhile, a multitude of things went past me. And when I talk about it, a lot of people were like, well, yeah, you were on drugs. I was like, yeah, I was on drugs. They gave me drugs, but there was something in there that was revealed that was so gentle, mm. so rewarding, so comforting that I was just like, when it, when, when it was time for me to come through, I was like, uh, hold on, wait a second. And I was, it was time to go back. And there was such a healing in that space. And it was just magic. And it was like, it was, un- and here's the piece, it's living undefined. Mm. It's living undefined. Like, yeah. How, like the question I have for you, like when you talk about magic, how do you navigate with magic daily through your daily life? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I look at everything. It's, it's so interesting. I've actually had people say like, you should just film yourself walking around during the day because you are really weird. (laughs) I am. (laughs) They're like, but you talk to everything. Mm-hmm. Like I would go through airports and um, someone would be like, which way are we going? And I'm like, I'm not sure. Let's go over here. And I would always find my way because I'm, I'm communicating. Part of, for me, magic is like communicating energetically with every single molecule around me. So I never know where I'm going, but I always get where I need to go. Huh. Yeah. I, yeah. when, when something shows up in my day, so I'm, maybe I'm creating maybe a, a what you could call a problem or something shows up asking a question is magic because my first go-to isn't, oh my God, problem. My first go-to is, oh, what can I ask here? Because you change, you literally change the molecules. It's like having a magic wand when you Mm -hmm. ask a question. So magic shows up in these kind of bizarre ways where even when I eat food, I'm talking to the food. I'm going, which bite next? Body, how much? Like it's this totally uh, orgasmic, like uh, creation going on. Whereas other people, they're just eating their food to feed their body, to fill up. And there's no yeah. magic going on there. There's no yeah. like whispers of possibility, something showing up that wasn't there before where right. your, your food, maybe I've, I've received food from a restaurant. I'm like, mm, this is kind of meh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. You yeah. know, and yeah. then you engage with the molecules and you, I just sit there and I just be with the food and it literally like transforms into something different. And then I, when I eat it, I start to have that mouth watering, that like more delicious experience to me, that's magic. So magic is just kind of a way of functioning for me now mm-hmm. where everything is looking for, Oh, what else is possible? And what else is, and like just inviting more possibility with every interaction engagement I have until, well, even after I go to sleep, but then the moment yeah. I wake up, it's like, engagement with my body with the earth with oh hi world what do you like now so when I close my eyes let's talk about something you went you went through and you say you stop even when you sleep. so what about magic and while you're sleeping mm. what is that like for you and it's actually really changed the last six months but um it's my sense is I do a lot of creation you could call it work but I'd rather call it creation yes I do a lot of change um like I, I, and, and I'm having more recall now than ever before for a very long time. I would wake up and I'd have no idea. It was just like the, the, like your dark shirt. Like it was just yeah. really kind of nurturing, but I don't remember anything. I didn't have dreams anymore. And I would just wake up kind of refreshed and good to go. But now I start to have like recall of images or different people that I've engaged with and chatted to. And if I talk to them, they'll be like, yeah, I feel like we just talked. And I'll be like, cause we did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Our beings were talking, our beings were communicating and, and it's not just on like this earthly dimension that we're used to having our physical experience on it's mm-hmm. everywhere. Like it's, it's where we go and like hang out with the dragons. Mm-hmm. And we go and we, you like go deep into the earth and explore what's down there. Mm. Yeah. So, so I I like when you say that, like, it's like, for me, like when you were talking about that, like, I don't, I can't recall much, but what I'm learning with magic is that I don't know if it's going to be magic if it's defined. So Mm -hmm. I always destroy and create all those places where I'm trying to control and define it and just allow it to be what it is. And I'll use it when it show up, when it shows up. Because like when you said, I like what you said, it's like I used to say I do a lot of work at night. And I was just like, well, maybe that's true. But it was always like debilitating a little bit because it's like, well, I don't know what happened. And mm-hmm. I was always trying to control what this was. And lately I've been relaxing into shit. Like this broken ankle is forcing me to relax into things. It's like, you know, I was trying to rush back to work and the county was like, no, you can't come back right away. Cause I was trying to, and so there's, there's a haste that I was looking for. And now I'm beginning to realize that I don't need to be in that, that the, in the midst of that haste, but to relax into the things. And when you talk about dream at night, when you're sleeping, it's the ultimate letting go. If you allow yourself. Yes. You know? Because if when you if you were like okay let, let me see what I'm going what's going to happen or what's next I like that I wrote that down this week I was like that was one of my my things like even with my body what's next mm. you know um, it's kind of funny you were talking about how sometimes food is not orgasmic like something changed like when I two weeks ago when I had surgery I was like just eating salad and mm. now my body is going to the point that I, I fix some stuff for to have a breakfast and then my body's like well I don't know if I want it so I just left it in the kitchen for a second because I was like okay I can heat it up if I want it if not to let it go but that's that's what I what I, the magic of that is 
I'm being present with every molecule of everything all the time. Yeah. And I even, even to the point of like, like the work that I do, like my three children, it's like, I realized in this time period, like, let me ask you this, how do you work your magic with your children? Oh, well, that's, that's fun. <laughs> that's a fun conversation. They, they're both extremely psychic, yes. uh, very energetic. Um, I, I like, so my oldest, um, has like official diagnosis of autism. We, mm-hmm. we like to call him X-Men. Um, I can give him a picture of something and he'll just go do it. And it's way easier than if I'm like, can you brush your teeth? Can you brush your teeth? No, but can you put that down? Can you go brush your teeth now? Yeah. <laughs> It's exhausting. But if I give him the picture of him getting going and brushing his teeth and then lying down, then he'll just get, go upstairs and do it. And I'm like, whoa, what just happened? Yeah. Like that's magic, like the interaction. And he sees it too, which I love because sometimes he'll go, oh, I don't know. I didn't say that out loud, but I asked you for that. And he'll be able to acknowledge that we're having this nonverbal communication. We're having, and, and also they, they acknowledge when magic shows up. And I think that's really key for anyone, whether you're a kid or a, a grown up, yeah. is even the small things, even like, well, you didn't have to wait in line or you found a really good parking spot yeah. or whatever shows up. They will acknowledge, they'll even acknowledge, say their favorite character, like they suddenly have a new show and it's kind of like something we had talked about. Like we'd be like, Hey, wouldn't it be cool if like Sonic the Hedgehog, like did this. And then two years later, that exact episode comes out. They'll be like, Whoa, we asked for this. You're right. Like they acknowledge the power and the magic of asking. Wow. Yeah, man. What would happen? What would our planet look like if more parents were willing to have that with their children? Yeah. Yeah. You and know, it's been I, little things like that, but then even big things, like I was just telling you before we got on that my kid's starting this new school, this really yeah. amazing school. It's like, and when I would say four or five years ago, when my oldest was struggling with public school, we, I said, well, what would you want out of a school? And we started to ask, like, what about this? What, not from defining, like, I would like purple desks or, you know, like it was right. like, what's the energy? What would it be like for you in this school? And he kind of described it. Well, but it took five years, but this school matches that energy. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Like we created it. And this school has only been about, this is only like a four-year-old school. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And and I just think how empowering that is for a young person to see that they can see how they co-create things with nature. And so it makes them, it puts them in, in, it puts them like, like kind of not the words not control but their awareness is like i i have a lot of potency you yeah. know and i think a lot of people walk through here adults and kids alike walk around not realizing that they have a capacity or a, a potency in doing anything they get that gets lost yeah well part of the conditioning is we want them to feel disempowered so that they'll behave and then we expect now you're a, a grown-up you better just empower yourself yeah but I, it's interesting because like I, I was 17 when I moved out on my own uh-huh. and had my own job, was go, like had multiple jobs going through college, all this stuff. And I talk to people now like 23, 24 living at home and they're like, oh my God, like I can't imagine being on my own. Right. Like they're like, how did like 17? And I was like, to me, I was, I was in charge of my life. Right. But these, these, the conditioning right now is listen, do what you're told figure out the right answer, right. you'll be shamed if you're wrong. 
Right. And then that, of course they're afraid to step out. Right. They haven't been empowered. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and it's almost, and it, it's almost like a permanent condition where I, you rob somebody from their magic. Yeah. Yeah. You no, know, I mean, it's kind of interesting because I, I mean, I, I talked to my, 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 my youth, my children are all well, 30 to 23 and, um, my son recently created this job in the last year that he's making like six figures. He's, uh, he bought a new truck. Wow. He, he is in management where he wanted to be. And I kept on telling him, don't forget to keep on asking for more. I say, yeah, I created that. Like he went back and took a picture of this. He built a Taco Bell because he does construction. So he went back and took pictures about that. And that was his first site job. And I was yeah. just like, man, so say thank you universe. And how many, how can I have more of that magic? You know, yeah. and I think that when we start to teach our kids that in the beginning, like that they create the school, they create the cartoon coming on later. It's like, okay, now I'm in full. I think it takes the whole concept of being a victim of this reality out, out of the way. It's not in the picture of the individual because they realize that they can change anything at any time. Yes. Yes. And that's magic to change anything at any time, just oh, by yeah. your request, by your willingness yeah. to engage and be whatever it takes. Yeah. Wow, that's freaking amazing. Okay, so time is getting away from us. It's kind of okay. weird. It's so quick. It's short. So my first question that I have for you was, why are you choosing what you're choosing today? Mm, and what is it? Yeah. So I'm choosing today. I'm choosing to to get what I know into the world, mm. and that is is different for me uh, in many, in different ways, but, and why I'm choosing that is I, I got clear that as much, there's so many brilliant people in the world. And I love, mm -hmm. I love, like, you know, I love having you on my show. I love mm -hmm. exploring your brilliance. I love exploring brilliance with people. Mm -hmm. And if I don't acknowledge what I came here to be, if I don't acknowledge what I know and, and gift it to the world, then I'm only like half participating in in this evolution that's going on right now wow. and I'm and for me I'm like I'm <laughs> all in like I am all in and so however that shows up and it's showing up in different ways uh -huh. is getting what I know into the world it's people don't have to align and agree with it um they don't have to but what I know and what I be actually maybe it's it's a it's no be it's knowing and being in the world because the more I integrate what I be which is what I know I'm showing up fully for the show, like the wow. big, the big show of evolution. <laughs> wow. I love that. That's dope. Okay. Question number two, what makes you orgasmic? Mm. I would say willingness to receive mm -hmm. and willingness to gift, be the gift of orgasmic energies. Say more about that. I like that. Yeah. Well, like when I look at orgasm, like just even the physical thing of it, or right. when you live, like it can be in the food you eat. It can be like, um, you know, a massage. It could be the clothes you wear. So you can receive that, but also you can, the gift of orgasm can be enlivening. It can be like that explosion into another space of being that like expansion of the aliveness of your molecules. Mm -hmm. And so when I can be that in the world, whether or not I'm actually like naked in the bed with someone. Yes. 
I can be that energy of orgasm. I'm inviting their whole, all their molecules of their body and being to like get a little bit more awake and a little bit more alive. And, and then we can gift and receive those energies. And we're all like raising each other. Wow. Wow. Damn. I like that. To do <laughs> my drop. Okay. Last question. What is your greatest desire? Mm. Ah, it's like, how do you put this into one phrase? A world where kindness is the dominating energy Mm. and not like kindness is in self-sacrifice and that kind of stuff. I mean, like true kindness of like really acknowledging everyone as um, a part of the whole like that everyone matters and that everyone uh, everyone can choose more and have more. So a world where like that's the dominating energy of like kindness for all, including ourselves. Wow. And then the next piece of that is, oh, which sounds like they don't relate at all, but a world where the dominating energy is one of living magic like living your magic, whatever your magical reality is, because that is for me, an expression of kindness. When we cut off our wings, when we, um, you know, like take away our potency, our magic, and we live from that as though I'm just like a normal person. I don't have superpowers. I don't want to sound crazy. I don't want to feel crazy. That's there's no kindness in that for ourselves and for Mm -hmm. the earth that desires and requires our magic and the bodies that are asking for the healing. So a world where magic, like the being of magic is the primary way of functioning and from kindness, like I'm in, let's do that. (laughs) Wow. That's why I adore you, sister. That man, (laughs) uh, that's it. That's, that's the world that I'm looking for. And I know that I have, I told some, I told Tori one time, I said, I had a dream that that's going to be able to happen part and it's starting. And it's the starting because of the awakening of people. People begin and and it and it starts with there's so many magical things happening on planet Earth right now. Yeah. If you take the judgment off of it, you really see it. I mean, even the things that like people think of, oh my God, that's bad. Well, if you let the bad go and look at it, it's like, is it creating something that we desire to be heading to? It is. Yeah. You know? um, well, we've come to the end of our time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope you come back again. Yeah. I hope this is not just one time. Uh, how can people find you and how do they work get to work with you? Oh, thank you. Yeah, so they can go to um, www.asifbymagic.space. Uh, that would be my website. Um, I'm also Cassie Summers on social media, Instagram, Facebook, all the things. Um, yeah, and you can, I have lots of stuff going on. You can work one-on-one with me. I love doing that with clients. And She's magical. Uh, yeah. Don't miss out. Have Take a class or one-on-one with her. You won't be disappointed. I promise you. I promise. Well, thank you people out there. Thank you for sitting in here with us. Uh, See you next time. Do me a huge favor. Be kind to you. Smile at somebody that you don't know. Peace.